1: Welcome in to Outkick the Show. It is football week officially. College football is here. Uh, I stayed up late last night or last night, Saturday night watching Vanderbilt play against Hawaii. I watched some of the Nebraska Northwestern game. I will be geared up watching as many different games as I can. We will be live on Thursday in Knoxville, Tennessee. Ball State taking on the University of Tennessee. The Outkick 360 guys will be live there. I'm going to the game. I'm doing my radio show Thursday and Friday from Knoxville leading into Labor Day weekend. Uh, So I cannot wait. I will have my picks as I usually do on Wednesday's edition uh, of uh, this program. Um, and uh, we will be getting you ready. I'll have my written picks up on the site. We've got a lot of fun coming for college football. As I told you, Ball State, Tennessee this weekend. Next week, I'll be with the big noon kickoff crew uh, for the Alabama-Texas game on the road in Austin, Texas. Can't wait for that. And then week three, I am scheduled to be down on the plains for Penn State, Auburn, all of that headed uh, this way, lots of fun coming. Can't wait. Also will then be up for Florida, Tennessee, at least scheduled right now. After the first few weeks, you got to kind of readjust because you don't know exactly how all those games are going to go and games, as you guys all well know. Games you're looking forward to in September suddenly cannot look like they're as much fun uh, based on how sort of the games break down. Uh, as we get ready going forward. So, college football is here. Can't wait. Uh, NFL preseason is over. It appears, I mean, knock on wood here, that for the most part, nobody was severely injured uh, in uh, in the preseason, by and large. So, most teams are pretty healthy. That's partly because NFL teams increasingly are really not playing their starters at all when it comes to uh, to the games. All right, let's dive in. Gotta give props. Listen to the Aaron Rodgers and Joe Rogan podcast that the two of them did. And a lot of you probably have listened to different clips of this conversation between the two. Uh, But what jumps out at me is this. Obviously, Rodgers and Rogan have many of the same opinions about COVID as I do. But what jumped out to me was How rare it still is, and I know you hear it on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show, but to hear two reasonably intelligent guys sit down and actually run through the litany of lies that we were all told associated with COVID. Uh, Whether it was, we need to put crime scene tape up around your kids' playgrounds, whether it was you can't be on a paddleboard out in the ocean, you're going to need to be arrested, you can't be at the beach, you can't go on a hike, you can't play basketball, we need to take the rims down, we need to fill in uh, the skate parks with sand. All of this was absolute craziness, right? There was a mental disorder that many of the Corona Bros, as I call them, still have. They were never able to fully understand risk. They were never able to analyze it. And as a result, their loss of mental function is still sort of resonating right now. And you cannot escape the craziness that they allowed themselves to all believe. And so for everybody out there, I would encourage you, maybe you don't agree with me on everything, But when Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers are running through the COVID shot ridiculousness and the mandates, I couldn't help but think, and I hope you went and some of you read this piece, I couldn't help but think that much of the time now, you hear people on social media see them arguing about the right and wrong side of history, right? That's an obsession. You're on the right side of history. You're on the wrong side of history. And as a history nerd here, and a guy who uh, majored in history as an undergrad, the idea that you know the right and wrong side of history in the time in which you are living is often an illusion. Because sometimes it takes 50, 100, 150 years for the full picture of history's verdict to be rendered. And so most of us in our lifetimes will not know whether we're on the right or wrong side of history. And even a lot of times after our lives, there still will be an argument about whether you were on the right or wrong side of history, depending on who the historian is that's talking about your life. And that's presuming, by the way, that you matter enough for anybody to care. Because the vast majority of us, whether we were on the right side or the wrong side of history, is never actually going to be any verdict on it because most people at the end of their lives they aren't having their overall opinions on the, the world at large analyzed as a part of their legacy. Most people get judged on hey, were you a good dad, good mom, good grandma, grandpa, did you work hard? Were you friendly with people around you? Uh, what your opinion was on the political realm when you die is very rarely a part of the overall equation. But Make no mistake about this. People who were in favor of lockdowns, people who were in favor of shutting down schools, people who were in favor of wearing masks, they're all on the wrong side of history. We know that right now because the data has been clear, readily apparent, and transparent for everybody out there for a long time. So when Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers have the conversation that they do, two random sports guys... Uh, making way more sense in the world than virtually anybody at the CDC or the NIH, it's because the data isn't complicated. It's there. And the right and wrong side of history typically requires you to often go in a way that might be considered controversial in your own era. For instance, I wrote my piece. I said, look, Muhammad Ali's decision not to submit to the Vietnam draft was incredibly controversial. And his choice to give up his, uh, his belt was incredibly controversial. And his willingness to go to jail over this decision was incredibly controversial. But nowadays, virtually no one supports the idea of the Vietnam War. And the Vietnam War was brought to you by the best and brightest expert minds in the United States government and they got it wrong. They got everything virtually about Vietnam wrong. And the people who questioned the war and fought back against it have been vindicated as being on the right side of history. Using an athlete as a proxy here, I think that history is going to judge Aaron Rodgers, Kyrie Irving, and Novak Djokovic as having been very much on the right side of history as it pertains to the COVID shot. All three men gave up money, uh, uh, opportunity, and certainly were castigated from the high heavens for making the choice that they didn't believe that they should get the COVID shot because they didn't believe as young, healthy people that they needed it. And the data has overwhelmingly reflected that they were correct. Remember, they lied to you They told you that the COVID shot would prevent you from getting COVID or spreading it. doesn't. In fact, there are studies right now that say that if you've gotten all four shots, like Joe Biden and Joe Biden have, you might actually be more likely to get COVID than people who have not gotten the four shots. In other words, far from providing protection, there's the possibility that the more shots you're getting, the more susceptible you are making yourself to the virus. And early on for a long time, they wouldn't let us say masks the data reflect don't work. They wouldn't let us say that, you, that the COVID shot doesn't prevent you from getting COVID or stop you from spreading it. And now all of a sudden the social media places uh, out there, the Twitters, uh, the Facebooks of the world are suddenly recognizing, hey, you know what, we got that wrong. Let's go ahead and allow this debate to be going on. So I give credit to Aaron Rodgers for speaking out. I give credit to Kyrie Irving. I give credit to Novak Djokovic. I think everybody out there in the media who criticized these guys should apologize because they were right, you were wrong uh, when they said they didn't need to get the COVID shot. And effectively, every sports league has acquiesced because most of them, so far as I can tell, are basically done with changing any protocols in any way associated with COVID. So, uh, I give credit to Aaron Rodgers. I give credit to Novak Djokovic, who should be playing in the U.S. Open. It's an absolute absurdity that he is not playing. And also give uh, credit to Kyrie Irving, all of those guys, for standing up to uh, uh, the masses. And that's the other thing you need to remember. Very often, there is a consequence that comes with being willing to astride, uh, stand astride and in front of the will of the masses. I always tell you, some people believe it, some people don't. I don't look over my shoulder to see whether or not people agree with me. I just don't. I don't in any way pay attention to whether or not people agree with my opinions. You can be behind me like, yes, I agree. You can be in front of me throwing up double birds telling me and I'm an idiot. I look at the data I make every decision to the best of my ability based on that data. And then, like my uh, idol back in the day, Davy Crockett, be sure you're right and then go ahead. That is what I do. We'll be right back. Got to take a little break here. We are rolling without kicking. You don't want to miss a moment. Stay tuned.
0: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of Steel Tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS-56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS-56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: Now, I haven't talked uh, a lot about this Bill's punter situation. Uh, This guy who called himself the punt god, uh, has been kicked off of the Buffalo bills and he's accused of sexual assault uh, in uh, his name is uh, Matt Areza not Areza. I might be mispronouncing that. Uh, he was released by the bills in the wake of, a girl claiming that she was raped by this punter and teammates uh, as a 17-year-old. Now, I'm not getting into the particulars of the allegation other than to say there have been no criminal charges filed yet. So, so far, this is just a civil matter. But a lot of people are out there saying, well, uh, how does this compare to Deshaun Watson? This guy gets accused of sexual assault by one woman uh, and he's immediately cut. And this doesn't really surprise me. And this is the argument I've been making for a long time. NFL's not racist. NFL teams are not making choices based on the color of somebody's skin. They care about how replaceable you are. The reason why Deshaun Watson could be accused of sexually assaulting 30 women and still get the biggest contract in NFL history is because... An NFL team is convinced he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And it's hard to find new quarterbacks. As long as your talent exceeds your problems, you will always be employed in any profession. And Deshaun Watson's talent, in the mind of the Cleveland Browns and other NFL franchises, exceeds his problems. His talent is extensive. It's rare. There aren't a lot of really good quarterbacks this Bills punter is certainly being treated differently than Deshaun Watson was. He's not being treated differently because of his race. He's being treated differently because he's a punter and the Bills believe he's fairly easy to replace. Even a good punter, he's a rookie, they believe they can go out and find a better punter. Maybe Brett Kern, who just got released by Tennessee Titans. He's from Western New York. He could make a lot of sense. And that's my argument always. Just look at the business imperative and strip away all these other identity politics-related issues, and what you will see is you are treated based on your talent, not based on your race. The NFL only cares about one thing that's finding a way to win. Now, there are also differences in these allegations. This is an allegation of underage sex, rape, uh, based on a civil lawsuit. The details in it are, uh, are uh, certainly a, uh, a problematic if they are presumed to be true. Still, no criminal charges. But if this had been an elite quarterback with the same allegations against him, I think not only would he still be in camp, I think he would be playing. Problems versus talents. As long as your talent exceeds your problems, you will still have a job. Deshaun Watson, 30 women accused him of sexual assault. Doesn't matter because he's an elite quarterback. This Bill's punter, fair or foul, one woman accuses him of sexual assault, he's gone. Not criminal charges in either. There may be criminal charges filed going forward. Uh, And again, I do think some of the fact patterns here are different. This woman's 17. Uh, The uh, allegations against Deshaun Watson were grown women. But again, it really comes down to not race, not privilege, talent. That's what determines the outcome here. Uh, Much less serious and very funny. I hope you guys got a chance to watch Blooper, the Atlanta Braves mascot. In fact, I hope we can throw in uh, into a shorter clip version here. Blooper, the Atlanta Braves mascot, absolutely wrecking kids. These are little kids dressed up in uh, their, their football uniforms. They were playing, I believe, at halftime of a uh, game in the in the uh, new uh, Atlanta football stadium and Blooper in his mascot uniform, unless that was Derrick Henry in there, throwing stiff arms, throwing the kids off, absolutely dominating. Uh, when they were when he was carrying the ball, hit the corner, and they tried to make a tackle. If you haven't watched that video, you need to check it out. Uh, South Carolina has had to rename their mascot. The rooster at South Carolina has been renamed. There was a petition to rename the rooster Cock Commander. Overwhelming, uh, overwhelming support for the rename to be Cock Commander. That would be the name of the, uh, of the new South Carolina mascot. The people of South Carolina rejected, let's say the leadership of South Carolina, rejected the will of the people, Cock Commander, will not be allowed to, uh, to, to be the name. Instead, they went with the general, which is a reflection and a reference to the Revolutionary War, to the generals who fought in uh, South Carolina. And so the South Carolina mascot is now called the general. After a lawsuit, cock commander is shot down. It's a sad day uh, in the South. Uh, a couple of other things. Watch Game of Thrones Season 1, Episode 2. I am staying up late on Sunday night to write my reviews of the new Game of Thrones season. So the least you can do is read them. You can also watch me live on Sunday evening as I react to those programs. Uh, my latest Game of Thrones review is up. I thought Episode 2 was fairly entertaining. My biggest concern is that Reneira feels in many ways like a lesser version of Daenerys. I know they're both blonde-haired Targaryen women who like to ride around on dragons, but they almost feel too similar to me uh, in terms of their narratives. Both want to sit on the Iron Throne, both women who have obstacles to them. Uh, I don't know that it's going to end up being uh, an ideal and perfect version of that story. Finally, I don't watch Euphoria, I know it's very, very popular uh, with the kids getting old now, um, and evidently one of the stars is an HBO show of Euphoria. Is a girl named Sydney Sweeney, and her mom had a 60th birthday party. Uh, this just occurred, I think, over the weekend, and uh, that everyone w- or a lot of people were wearing hats at the party that said "Make 60 Great Again." They were the Make America Great Again inspired look. It just said Make 60 Great Again because uh, she was turning 60 years old, her mother. And evidently these pictures ended up on social media and now Sydney Sweeney is under siege because people are furious that her parents may be Trump supporters or that other members of her family may be Trump supporters. Now, based on the numbers that are out there, Seventy-five million people voted for Donald Trump. If you don't know anybody who voted for Donald Trump, that's probably a reflection on you and how tiny your uh, and and not diverse your circle of friends is. Because nearly half the country voted for Donald Trump. In fact, Trump received more votes for president than any president who has ever run for re-election in the history of the country. So this idea that if your family supports Trump, that you should be canceled in Hollywood or you can't be on your show anymore, uh, all of this is absolute madness. And the fact that we are in this era where people are running around all the time, look, I voted for Trump. I voted for Trump in 2020. If he's on the ballot in 2024, I probably will vote for him Again, uh, I'm not sure how I would vote in the primary because I don't know exactly who's going to be out there. But this idea that voting for Trump makes you unable to do any job, for that matter, is crazy. And we need to keep in mind where the party of tolerance truly is. Republicans, and I saw this tied in with who you would be willing to room with, a bunch of college kids, I think two-thirds of Democrats said, They wouldn't even be willing to share a dorm room with someone who voted for Donald Trump. I think it's crazy. I have tons of great friends who voted for Joe Biden. Uh, And I have tons of really good friends who voted for Donald Trump too. Inside my family, there are probably 50% Trump people, 50% Biden people, or 50%, maybe more accurately, Trump, 50% not Trump. just kind of the world we live in. So if you are only interacting with people who have the exact same political opinions as you, what kind of crazy silo are you in? And how tolerant are you actually of people who have different opinions than you do? That's probably how we're in a situation where every Democrat in the country is not getting voted out of office because I don't know how a party could have been worse with COVID than the Democrats were. I encourage you to check out the Aaron Rodgers and uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. You might be able to hear it in my uh, voice, trying to preserve the voice. I got a soccer game to go watch. Got to go right on the new book. Appreciate all of you. Thank you for helping us to set an all-time record uh, August is not quite over yet. It's going to end when? And uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow's the last day of August, isn't it? I didn't, It snuck up on me. Um, oh, wait, we got 31st. All right, so it's. So I thought it was the 30th. Uh, two more days in August. Going to set an all-time record at Outkick for audience. I appreciate all of you. Hope to see some of you up in Knoxville this weekend. If not in Knoxville, in Austin next weekend or in Auburn the weekend after. College football is here. I'll have my picks up on Wednesday D-Bap unless you need to S-Bap this has been Outkick the show